0: So, grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to the 28th episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I'm really, really excited about today's episode. It's something that we haven't done yet on the podcast, and it's something that so many product business owners need. And in fact, everyone really needs it. Let's be honest. I know I need more of this. Today, we're talking with strategy and action coach, Liz Landine. So have you ever been in a position where you want to quit your nine to five, maybe go full steam ahead into your side business or start that dream product business, but you're just feeling really overwhelmed? You're working all day. You don't know how to make it all happen. Happen. Um, or you're someone who already has a product business, but you feel all over the place. You feel unorganized. You don't have a system of planning and you're kind of just winging about everything in your business. So if that is you, this episode will be gold for you, my friend. And I am so excited for you to listen. So we're diving into all things organization, productivity, um, time management, like these aren't the like sexy parts of, of being an entrepreneur. They're usually the things that get tossed in the back burner and we kind of don't want to deal with, with our business. We want to do the fun stuff. We want to do the creative, like the marketing. We want to make the fun graphics. We want to sell stuff. We don't really want to spend our time dealing with like how do I better manage my time? Or how am I more productive? So this is where Liz is going to come in and really help all of us today. I know I got so much out of this episode, so I can't wait for you to get so much out of it too. So a little bit about Liz. Liz's passion is helping entrepreneurs who feel overwhelmed by all the thoughts, all the ideas, the shiny things, the mental clutter that's going on in your head. And she helps you get clarity. She loves helping people like you sort through all of that stuff get organized and then outlined into a beautiful easy to follow and comprehensive written plan of action. In Liz's past life, she was the associate director of programs and partnerships at a national nonprofit organization facilitating multi million dollar projects. After over a decade, she was called to turn her strengths and passion for organization, productivity, strategy, time management, and making shit happen into her own business. Liz officially left her nine to five job and went full time as a strategy and action coach in December of 2019. She now supports Entrepreneurs to feel less alone and overwhelmed by helping them sort through all the thoughts, ideas, shiny things so they can get clear on what they want and how to make it all happen with ease. She also leads a women's entrepreneurs mastermind group and a women's networking group called She Networks Worldwide. So if you are ready to master your mental clarity, get more organized, and stay more productive, this episode is a must have for you. All right, grab your coffee, grab your wine. This is going to be a fantastic one. Hey, Liz. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hey,
1: Carrie, Thanks for inviting me. I'm super excited to be here. Yay.
0: Okay. So I am really excited to dive into all the things that you are an expert on because they are things that... I definitely need help in my life. Um, and I know a lot of my listeners will love to get more tips on, but just to get started, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe a little bit about your business and what you do?
1: Yeah. So I am located in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I am a business strategy and action coach. So I basically work with entrepreneurs to help sort through all the thoughts and ideas that we have going on in our beautiful entrepreneurial brains. I help to kind of organize them, prioritize them, and then ultimately get it out into a written plan of action. So as I like to call it, it's the art of making shit happen. And uh, that's mostly how I work with, uh, with people now. A couple of fun facts. I'm also the proud mother of a beautiful pitbull and Aww. and I'm also in the process of building out a Econoline van, so that my partner and I can hopefully down the road kind of move into that kind of van life, uh, part time at least, not full time, but part time at least. That's amazing. Of course, I'm not sure if you know me, but I have two dogs. I've had a pet business.
0: I'm actually about to start another pet business, and so I'm like a crazy dog person. So if you're talking and you mention the word dog, I'm going to be like, "What? You have a dog? I want to see a picture." <laughs> <laughs> I will send you a picture. You will love him. And I love pit bulls. I lo- I know there's such a weird stigma with pit bulls, but I love them. And so many of my old clients are customers are pit bull owners mm-hmm. and they were the sweetest dogs and so beautiful. So I love it. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Like, thanks for being here. And I love how you, and I know we talked about this before, but when you said the art of making shit happen with ease, like I have to say that's my favorite line probably of this episode, because number one, I think it's funny. But number two, I think it actually there is an art to that, because we all are doing so many things. I think we're more busier than ever. And I know a lot of the listeners have, you know, they have full time jobs, they have kids, they have pets, like they have a lot of things going on. And it can feel really hard to actually do stuff and not feel like you're going crazy. So I love that you help people with that because it's definitely needed. <laughs> so so I guess just to get started, I know um, a lot of my listeners, again, they do have full-time jobs. They're working and they're doing their product business on the side or really whenever they can squeeze in time. And I know a lot of their goals are to quit their uh, nine to five and make the product business their full-time. So I guess I know from your background, you, know, you had corporate career and you were able to exit out of that to start your own business. How did that sort of look for you? Like, how are you able to actually leave the full-time job and pivot into your own business?
1: Yeah, great question. So I'll kind of tell you my story a little bit. So I worked for 12 years in a national nonprofit organization. And for about nine of those, I worked in a leadership level position. And I was in charge of running multi-million dollar projects, many, many projects all at once, and really kind of seeing them through from idea to completion. And so it was a lot of strategy, strategic planning, implementation, um, facilitation, all this stuff that needed to happen. And it was um, a really stable job. Uh, I loved the people I worked with. It was, it was great. However, I knew at the end of the day that I was working for somebody else. I was pretty limited in how much I was gonna be able to make. And I just knew like in my heart, in my gut, I knew that I wanted to be able to work for myself and I wanted to be able to do that full time. So it took me quite a while to get to that place where I finally made the decision. And it was pretty much just, I had gotten to that point and I said, Liz, you need to make a decision. And so I did, I said, I want to take the next year. So 12 months to figure this out, make it happen and exit out of my nine to five. And so For me, it was really about step one, um, making the decision, and then getting really clear on what it was that I wanted. And that just takes some time, takes some reflection, um, a little bit of research. You know, I had to really think about, well, what are my strengths? What are my skills? What am I passionate about? What can I create a business around? And then ultimately, you know, for me, it was really about creating a lifestyle. And so once I was able to get clear on, okay, what do I want to do? All of that, then I had to create a plan. And I basically created a, a 12-month plan. I didn't just jump ship as much oh. as I really wanted to most days. Mm-hmm. So I was very fortunate that I didn't, you know, I didn't get laid off. I didn't have to jump into anything quickly. I was very fortunate in that regard that I had the flexibility and the time to really work my side business. And the way I looked at my side business was this is an investment in my business, right? Or sorry, the way I looked at my full-time job was. This is an investment in my side business. So those days I was feeling like, gosh, I just want to quit. I would just say, wait, that's your stability. That's the money coming in. You know, Mm -hmm. you're able to really take some time to do this and do it right because of that full-time job. So I kind of reframed how I was looking at my full-time job, which I think is just really helpful, especially on those days you're struggling. And I just worked the heck out of that plan. I, I literally took the 12 months did, did the things I said I was going to do that I had laid out and mapped out for myself. And then 12 months later, I was able to exit out of my, my full-time nine to five and go full-time into my own business. And I guess I'll just say it wasn't, I'm not saying it was easy and I'm not saying, um, I wasn't scared. I'm not saying I had it all figured out because I certainly didn't, but damn, it's worth it. You know, it's worth it. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my journey into starting my own business. I love that. And I have to just
0: say one thing that really stuck out to me when you were talking is, you know, I think a lot of people they're doing their, you know, they have their Etsy shop or they sell an Amazon or they open up their online Shopify store and they, they're, you know, they're selling, but it's not growing as fast as they want it to. And they really, really, really want to leave their nine to five so they can focus on the actual product business. But I think a lot of times they feel like, okay, it's, there's no plan, you know, they don't know how to plan it. And so I love that you're sort of giving a responsible, and I'm going to use the word responsible, a responsible way of planning to then actually leave your nine to five. It's not just like, okay, next month I'm quitting my job and let's just hope my product business works out, you know? you actually really put a plan in place and you stuck with a plan for a year and made it to make it happen actually. And you did it the right way, which I think is amazing. So I just love that story.
1: Thanks. And I'll just to jump onto that and saying, you know, there's so many opportunities. If if you, again, if you have the luxury of staying in your job, your full-time job and working that for a little while while you're building up your your side business, Mm -hmm. I think there's so many opportunities that you can take advantage of before you exit out, right? So whether that's building relationships strategically with people in your current business so that when you exit out, you can share the opportunity with them or you can still continue on the relationship with them. And I know that was a huge thing for me. And I kept that in my mind that whole year was like, I know I'm gonna be exiting out. I wanna you know, exit on a really high note. I don't wanna just leave, but there were strategic, you know, there were people I was meeting with and talking with, and I I really had a strategy around it because I knew like, Hey, this might be a great person for my business. Like this would be an ideal client or this person I know, like if you have products, maybe they might be interested in your products. So Mm -hmm. I think just kind of, again, reframing it so that you say, okay, when I exit out, I've done everything I can to really set myself up for success. Yeah, I agree
0: with you. And like what what I was sort of thinking too, and this
1: isn't exactly
0: my story of starting my business. I was in a different situation, but you know, a lot of people that I talk to, they'll apply to work with me and they're working full time and they want to start a product business or they're starting it, but it's like, they have no idea what to do. And then they're so busy with their job. They don't have the time to figure out how to do it. And so they apply to work with me And they're really afraid to spend money. Like, and I get it. I used to be afraid to spend money when I had my product business too. And I really shifted from that mindset. Um, I'll call it a mindset block because it really is. Like, it's just the fear around money mindset. You know, you're afraid to spend money. But when you're working a full time job, and this is a benefit if you do have a nine to five, and you're wanting to start a side business, is that you can really um, you can use your salary from your nine to five, and you can get that help that you need. So you can actually launch your business faster in the right way. And so when you launch your product business or whatever business you're doing, you know, you've actually set yourself up for better success because you're paying for someone to help you or you're paying for a course or a program, or even if it's like a 90-minute intensive, just to give you a couple wins so that you actually can set up your business the right way so you can leave it. So I do think that's something to mention because I think a lot of people, even though they're
1: making money from their full-time job, like they're still afraid to spend a penny on help. So. Agree. Agree. Yeah. I mean, that's that whole abundance mindset versus scarcity. Mm -hmm. And I think if you have the little, the flexibility of a full-time job and and a stable income coming in, then it helps you to kind of think a little bit more from that abundance mindset.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like we could have a whole conversation around that. So I I love this, (laughs) maybe another, maybe another episode. (laughs) So I think like the next question I have, and I feel like you have so many interesting things um, about your current business, but I think when it comes to like feeling overwhelmed, I think, especially again, like let's just use the frame of reference someone who has a nine to five job, they're doing that. They have a social life. They have like friends and family and they're doing a side business. It's, it can feel really challenging with time management, staying organized, staying on track, how, as someone who really helps people like get through these situations, what is the best place to start if someone's really feeling overwhelmed by so many ideas and like so many thoughts, and they don't know what to do, and it like ends up paralyzing them because they don't know where to start, so they do nothing?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is exactly who I work with. It would be this kind of person, <laughs> right? So, yep. so you're. It can be one of two things. You're overwhelmed. That's the bottom line, right? You're overwhelmed. And I think now more than ever, because we're all on social media so much and everybody's business is online. And so we find ourselves online so much and we're kind of bombarded Mm -hmm. by just the latest and greatest of everything. So it's, it's overwhelming to know what should I do? And so you maybe get into that analysis paralysis where you almost have so many options, so many decisions, so many choices that you end up doing nothing um or the the opposite of that can be true on why you're feeling overwhelmed which could be that you are chasing everything right it's the shiny thing syndrome and so you're trying all this stuff um without any real plan behind it right just kind of winging it but jumping on all these other things and that makes you feel overwhelmed and scattered and anxious and all of those things that we feel as entrepreneurs many times so i think um you know, one of the best things I would recommend as a place to start, if that's how you're feeling, if you are just feeling like, Oh, my goodness, I have all these thoughts and ideas running through my head, I'm not really sure what I should be doing. The best place to start is to do something called a mind sweep, uh, or a, bl- a brain dump, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, the word mind sweep comes from David Allen. He's a productivity guru. He's teaches the getting things done method, which I have studied and that's what I teach to my clients. And I absolutely love it. And it's a game changer. So I have a free uh, free template on my website. If anybody wants it, we can post it in the show notes. Um, but it basically walks you through how to do a mind sweep. So the thought is that you get all these thoughts and ideas out of your head on one piece of paper, not five different sticky notes and three different journals. It goes in <laughs> one place. And then you can, once you just get it all out, it might take 20, 30 minutes, and this is everything that you're thinking about, you're committed to doing, you want to do, you're not sure if you want to do, but you keep thinking about it. It doesn't matter. It's personal, it's professional, It's everything. You just write it down. And then the template helps you to kind of categorize where each of these thoughts or ideas go. So, is this something that you need to delegate to somebody else? Is this something that's just like a quick task that you need to get done and therefore just put it on your calendar and be done with it? Or is this just a really awesome idea that you're not really going to move forward on? Maybe it's in like year two or year three, but it's just this idea you keep letting run through your head, then that's a someday maybe list item. And then lastly, what we're really interested in is getting down to the projects. What are the things that are really important? What are the things that you should be focused on? So the mind sweep helps you to just kind of sort through it all and have a clear picture in front of you or what are the the things that you really should be working on now? Um, and then, really, from from there, I think it's just looking at that and saying, okay, what do I want? Like, what are what do I really want from all this? You know, what are my goals? Uh, what do I want to achieve at the end of the year? So, say in January of 2022. Uh, When you look back, what would you like to be able to say that you've accomplished or you've done or where would you like to be in your life for your business? And just getting really clear on that. Those are probably there's lots of things we can do after that to get more clarity and really move you from that mental clutter to massive clarity. But just from a starting point, doing the mind sweep, you are going to feel so much better. When I do that exercise with my clients, they're always like, oh my goodness, that felt wonderful just to get it all out in one place. No, I love it. I'm literally writing down mental
0: clarity (laughs) because it's, I need to add this to the notes, but no, that's amazing. And number one, I need to do that exercise like yesterday. And two, I think that it makes sense when you have all these ideas and you don't really know how to take action on them. I know that happens to me almost every day and I definitely suffer from the shiny, I forget what you called it, shiny object syndrome. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, totally. Every day I'm like, I want to launch this. I want to launch a new business. I want to launch this product. I have to do a new, like, I have to do this new free offer. I have to do a new course. It's so hard. It's so hard. And I know for product people, it's the same thing, except they, it's with, like, I want to do a new collection. I want to do a mm-hmm. different product. Like, I want to launch this thing. Um, And it can feel really hard to know what is the priority, what's not the priority, what should you outsource, like what should you not outsource? I think those things are really hard to know, especially if it's your first business. I know for me, like with my first business, um, my subscription box business, I didn't outsource anything. I was such a control freak. I was afraid to spend money. And it was a, those are my two biggest mistakes. One, not investing in like a coach or someone that could help move my business from A to Z without me figuring it all out, which wastes time. And then two, not outsourcing stuff that number one, I hated to do. And two, um, didn't help my, like, didn't help my business make sales. You know, I wasted time, like packing boxes and stuffing and doing customer service emails when I should have actually been doing initiatives that would have helped my business grow. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't always know that from the first, like the first business. Now I'm the total opposite. I outsource everything, I invest a ton. If I don't know something, I'll rather have someone do it for me so I don't have to figure it out. So I think sometimes it takes a bit of time, Mm -hmm. but I really, really like, sorry, I feel like I went on a little bit of a tangent, but I like that exercise that you just said, because number one, I, I know that's how people feel. They just feel like their brain is filled with ideas and they don't really know what to do first. And then when you don't know what to do first, you end up literally not taking action on anything. So
1: Yeah. And they say, you know, the mind is a great thinking tool, but it's not a great storage device. And I think that is, Uh that is what we end up doing, right? We just think, oh, I'm going to remember this all. And okay. I woke up this morning and all of a sudden I have this feeling that I need to launch this new collection today. Uh And it's just, it's not realistic, right? It's like, okay, let's just take a step back. Um, But so yes, I think, the mind sweep allows you to just get it all out because our brain will just keep replaying these things over and over and over again, because it wants us to remember that's its job Mm -hmm. by getting it out and in an organized way. Right. So again, not in all these different (laughs) places, but in a really organized way, it allows your mind to just go, okay. She got me. (laughs) She's got me covered. Uh, I don't have to keep thinking about this over and over again. So it's really a powerful tool on many levels, not just to help you feel organized, but it also just, I think, allows you to feel less overwhelmed and to get rid of some of that anxiety around everything you have going on in your head. Mm -hmm.
0: I agree. And I'm also laughing again, because as I'm looking at my desk, I have literally like four different piles of sticky notes, all (laughs) like on totally different things that I have that honestly, I write stuff down. And I don't know if you do this too, probably not because you're organized, I write stuff down in sticky notes and then I end up throwing them away because I actually, then I'm like, oh, I have to move it because I have a different thing I have to work on. And I end up not even looking at the sticky notes, but I'm laughing because I have multiple piles of sticky notes. I have four different um, notebooks on my table, on my desk that like have no rhyme or reason to any of them. And I am a, I'll admit like I'm a hot mess when it comes to being organized with things like that. Like keeping, you know maybe you have one your subscription box business for example you have all of your ideas on one notebook and then maybe your other notebook is like problems that you're having or like things that you want to work on or something i just find that i write stuff in every direction like with no organization or system and you know i think if i do it that i know other people might do it too so i think <laughs> like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just comes down to like having these little systems in place to keep organized and I don't know. I just, I love your exercise. I'm totally going to do that this weekend.
1: Yeah. Let me know how it goes. It's, it's fun. I feel pretty good afterwards. Yeah. But I, I like, I do, I wake up
0: sometimes in in the middle of the night and my brain. So I'm a morning person. I wake up super early, like some days between four to five other days, like, you know, six or so I'm a morning person and my brain is buzzing first thing in the morning. And I wake up and I have ideas and I'm like, I want to do this. And I have like, I just have mental clarity. But sometimes I wake up in, in the middle of the night and my brain is like racing with that mm. dread feeling of, oh my God, I have so many things to do and I have to like write them in my phone and I have to take notes and it's, it's really bad actually. So I don't know if that happened to you, but
1: oh, that, that happens to me all the time, just to be <laughs> clear. <laughs> so yes. And I am the exact same way, Carrie. I'm a <clears> morning <throat> person. Mm-hmm. I wake up my eyes open and my brain is on like oh. my poor boyfriend, who's like <laughs> one of these people that's like, I need coffee, then we can have this conversation. Um, I'm just on immediately. Mm-hmm. So I typically am, my phone is what I keep. I know they say you shouldn't keep it by your bed. But I do because it's the easiest thing for me to grab and write notes. Yep. And I think for me, it's it's a lifesaver. Because as soon as I can just write down those few notes, I can relax again. But if I don't, then it just keeps replaying in my head over and over and over again. And I just can't, I can't relax. So I just have to get it out. And honestly, I just have um, in my notes in my phone, I have something called a capture list. Hmm. And um, and it's not a things to do list. It just captures your ideas and your thoughts. So it's kind of like the long-term piece of a mind sweep. Hmm. So any thoughts or ideas that I have at any point during the day, that I can't capture somewhere else I put them in my notes section in my phone and then every couple of weeks or whenever I look at it I take those things and I move them where they need to be so let's say I have something on there that's like oh I need you know go buy mom a birthday card then mm-hmm. that's probably going to go in my calendar so I move it into my calendar to make sure I get a birthday card And then, you know, maybe there's just this totally random idea that I just mapped out. (laughs) That's like this huge project. Well, am I going to do it? Maybe I'm not going to work on that. So then I move it into my someday maybe list. And these are just documents I have on my computer. And again, it's just a way to capture and know, like to tell my mind that I have, I have you covered. I've captured these things somewhere and I'll come back to them when appropriate. I don't have to deal with these things right now, right at this second, just because my brain is thinking about it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really, really good. I, I do something similar with my phone, but in a very, as you can probably imagine, more unorganized way. <laughs> so um, I really like that idea of just having one notepad that you just put ideas in and then you move them out when you feel ready to. So I think mm-hmm. that's that's a really good organizational tactic. So I love that. Um and then kind of rolling into just some things around like productivity, staying organized. Um, again, I think a lot of people struggle with that. What are some tips, techniques, ideas um, for people to, you know, really increase productivity and just stay on top of all the things that they're trying to do? So kind of like similar to my last question, but maybe a little bit more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, honestly, I think, you know, once you do your mind sweep and you get all those thoughts and ideas out and you've kind of organized them and you've gotten clear on, okay, what what's my ultimate goal here? Because if we don't know what your ultimate goal is, then it's kind of hard to figure out what are the priorities? What's really important? What should I say yes to? What should I say no to? So after that, um, once you've gotten clear on those few things, really, for me, it's about making a plan of action, right? It's a, It's about the strategy at that point and the how. So once you've gotten clear on the what, then you can deal with the how. Um, I always tell people, don't worry about the how in the beginning, because that feels overwhelming. And, you know, it just feels like too much. So just focus on the what, what do you want to accomplish? What is it you're working on, and then figure out the how. And that's really just for me, it's it's sitting down and saying, okay, I want to generate X amount of revenue in my business, or I want to sell X amount of products in my business, or you know, whatever it might be. And then how am I going to make that happen? And kind of outlining step by step, all the things that I'm going to do to make that happen, right? Is there a marketing campaign I need to do? Is there development of a new product? You know, what are all the things I need to do to make that happen? And just writing it out step by step. For me, a plan is, it's so, so important. And I will say it's not everything. There are times where you need to be able to just go with the flow and things are going to change or, um, the universe is going to call you in a different direction or something like that. And that's fine. There's, there's always room, I think for some flow there and there should be, but a plan will give you the focus, right? The plan will give you the guidance and the direction every day literally every day you have something you can look towards and say, okay, this, this is where I should be focusing my attention or my energy or my effort right now, especially when we are getting pulled maybe by all those shiny things, or we wake up at 3am and we think we need to be doing something else. We can always go back to our plan and just having it written down and something you can look at It gives you so much just peace, I think, like some peace and some calm and some confidence in knowing that you're not just winging it. You do have a plan of action. You have thought this out. And and it really helps, I think, especially if you are working a nine to five to just keep you consistently moving forward and making progress, right? It really Mm -hmm. helps to hold you accountable to that. And you just feel like, okay, I, I've I've thought about this, I've mapped it out, and I'm not just winging it. So, for me, it's really about making a plan, and then once you've made your plan, you got to put that stuff in your schedule because because at the end of the day, that's that's what it's all about. We can talk strategy, we can talk a plan all day long, dreams, goals, everything, and they're all wonderful. But if you don't actually implement right, if you're not actually executing the things that need to be done then it really means nothing. So action is king, queen. It's where it's all at. Action is where you're going to get the most clarity mm-hmm. on a lot of things. And so for me, I can have this beautiful plan, but if I don't actually then move the, that plan into my calendar in some way, for me, that's the most important part. It's getting it in my schedule, getting it in my calendar so that I know I'm doing the next thing that needs to be done. And mm-hmm. I'm not just thinking about it. I'm not getting bogged down by all the things that need to be done. I actually have it planned out and I can implement it. So that's really the next, the next steps. And they're, they're both really important.
0: Okay. I love that. And I have to ask you, cause this is something that I feel like I struggle with is
1: mm-hmm.
0: you have these great ideas. You want to map them out. How, like how do you use a Google doc? Do you use a Google mm. scheduler? to create a Google calendar and like just put things in there that are color coded. This is a part that I feel like I struggle with. And also a lot of my clients mm-hmm. deeply struggle with, like they have no idea how to sort of take their idea, put it on paper or an organizer or a daily planner and like get started. That's the part that holds them back, which seems like the part that should actually be the easy part. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I should mention, I do have a, I do have a template. (laughs) It's called the bulletproof blueprint. I created it for that reason. Um, and again, free on my website. So anybody can download that and that helps you. It's very simple. It's not a fancy document. And I'll tell you that this this template actually originated in my nine to five because we did all the strategic planning and we had hired this like big strategic planning company to come in and do this facilitation with us. And this was basically the form they used. And she said to us, I remember we all looked at it thinking, Oh, this looks too easy. And she said, it's simple and it works. And that's why we don't mess with it. And I was Mm -hmm. like, cool. And it ended up being amazing. And everybody loved this template. So I have modified it a little bit, made it my own. And it's the template I use now with my clients every day to kind of help map out all the things that need to be done. And it basically just starts with kind of breaking it down. So start broad. What is your main objectives, goals, priorities, and then how can you break that down into to like sub goals or, you know, just kind of further break it down. Maybe there's three, four sub goals or steps that you're going to need to do to be able to accomplish that. And then from there, break it down even further. All right, what are my baby steps? You know, what are the baby steps I need to do to make that happen? And just kind of thinking through all the things. And I will say, that that's where this kind of goes back to what you were saying Carrie about maybe bringing somebody in to help you think through all those things because okay. we don't always think of them ourselves right so and and you might you don't know what you don't know so maybe you're missing okay. some things there but you know you're launching a new product it's like do you do you have a website do you have the name do you have the domain like all these things you need to think through um what's your marketing plan and what are you doing on social media? And do you need a video? Like there's so many things, right? Mm -hmm, Um, So you're kind of just brain dumping it at first. And then you may want to potentially work with somebody to help you make sure you've got everything covered, um, or sign up for a program or something like that. But I think just really always breaking it down into baby steps. Um, i love to ask myself, what is the very next thing I need to do to move this forward? And just just thinking about the very next thing, don't worry about the 20 next things. What is the very next thing I need to do this, to move this forward is a great question to ask yourself because it helps you to figure out, well, what's the very next thing? But it also is rooted in action. It's like keeping you moving forward. So, um, yeah, I think those are just a couple of things you can do. Uh, and then really, again, it's, it's getting it in your schedule to make sure you're actually doing those things. And maybe part of your plan, I can tell you when I did my plan, part of my plan was like, hire, like I hired a business coach, you know, that was part of my plan, hire a business coach. Uh, I needed to get clear on who my target market was. I needed to get clear on what my vision was and, all of those things. So I was hiring people to help me with that stuff. And I just included that in my plan. I didn't not move forward on it just because I was like, oh, I need to, you know, I need to work on these things. I just included it in the plan. And that way I was able to keep moving forward and keep, keep progressing with it.
0: I love that. That's amazing. I think this was like, I feel like you really broke it down so well. And I know just in general with people, especially when they're starting their business or they're trying to grow it, there are so many things <laughs> like you always have to do. And people come to me all the time. They're like, okay, I have my website. I have my products up there. But like, how, how do I, what do I do first? Do I do social media? Do I do SEO? Do I work with influencers? Like, what's the most important thing? And like, they don't even know what the most important thing is at that time. Cause they're so new and it, they just, there's so many things that, that you can read about to do. And yeah, like they just, they get really stuck because they, they're not sure what to do. And it's so overwhelming with options mm-hmm. and I, yeah, it's just crazy. And again, I feel like that all the time, but yeah. And um, I
1: don't, I don't think there's always just, there's not just one answer a lot of times, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think it depends who you talk to and maybe they're going to advise you to do this or somebody else might advise you to do something else. It depends on what their strategy was. I don't think there's one right way. There's definitely ways that are better than others and there's a system, Um, but I mean, find out what that is, right? Talk to somebody, do some research, spend some time figuring that out. But at the same time, I would say, don't get stuck in that place of feeling like I don't have it all figured out and therefore I can't move forward Mm -hmm. because- I promise you will figure it out. Kind of like what you said with your business. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. were you didn't necessarily do it maybe the most efficient way and now you would do things differently, but you know what? Yep. You built a really great business. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't have it all figured out. So yes. you learn as you go sometimes. Action brings clarity and I think that's the most important thing is just progress, <clears throat> right? Progress over perfection just keep moving things forward. And by doing the mind sweep, getting clear on what you want and making a plan, it helps you to keep things moving forward in a somewhat more organized way so that it's not just winging it.
0: Right. I love that. And I love how you said something on like, kind of like starting messy, but just, just getting started and just doing it because you will always learn as you grow and, you know, you'll figure stuff out. Of course, it's always good to get help um, when you at some point, like whether when you can afford it or when you just need the help, like sometimes you just, you're stuck in your tracks and you just need someone, even if it's like a 90 minute intensive or like one clarity call with someone just to like, give you that quick win just to move forward. And that can help your business tremendously, especially when it's your first business and like, you don't really know what to do. So
1: Absolutely. I love it. So, So can I, I have a perfect example of this. This is with you. Yes. So I was feeling for months and months and months, like I wanted to do something with Pinterest. Oh, (laughs) yes. Yeah. And I knew that you, you do work in that and you're familiar with Pinterest and you have these, uh, you know, 60 minute intensives or whatever it is, a clarity call. Mm -hmm. And so. I hired you for that, right? I signed up for that because I just felt like I was at a point where I had no clue what the next step was. I just didn't know how to move that forward. I don't have the time to learn Pinterest. I'm not really interested in fully becoming a Pinterest mm-hmm. guru. And I needed to just talk to somebody about it and figure out what are my next steps. And that's exactly what I did, right? I met with yep. people. And got clear on, A, do I even want to do this? Is this even a platform that would work for me? And then B, what are my next steps? And my next steps were to um, set up like my business account. And then um, you put me in touch with a Pinterest manager or somebody who put me in touch with a Pinterest manager. And now I've hired her and I'm going to be for the next three months, highly involved in Pinterest at least. That's what I know. Oh, good. Oh, that's awesome. Exactly. That had been months of me just feeling like I don't even know where to start. And then just through that one clarity call, it was like, ah, that was just what I needed to figure out what my next steps were. Even if I didn't know what every step was going to be after that.
0: Right. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad. Um, and I'm glad that you are going to move forward because I, you know, as we talked about Pinterest can be amazing. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. I've had those same calls myself where, you know, I just need help with one specific thing and I just need someone just to give me a couple pointers. So I stop obsessing over this one thing and constantly thinking like, do I need it? Am I doing it the right way? Um, Like just all the questions. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. um, I love it. And I just have another question too. So in terms of like organizing tasks and stuff, I know that you have the template, which I'm definitely downloading as well. Do you use any sort of like task management software, like Asana, ClickUp? Do you Mm -hmm. recommend those types of things for people?
1: Yeah. So I know this always, this always throws people off when I say this, I think, but no, I don't use any of it. Oh, wow. Personally, I do not. And I know that really surprises people. But Mm -hmm. I, um, again, going back to my background, I worked on probably 10, 15, 20 projects at a time that I had to oversee I didn't do them all myself, but I had to oversee the people who did and all of that. And honestly, I worked almost exclusively from my calendar. And wow. I know that's not for everybody. It is not for everybody. So yes, I work with people who work with Asana and Trello and just all, you know, Slack and all these different things. Um, I did use something for a little while called Smartsheets. It's project management software basically, but mm-hmm. to me it was just an Excel spreadsheet, more or less. Um, and I've worked in Asana on doing a product uh, doing a uh, challenge launch before, and that was really great. I enjoyed it, but I just, I, I don't need it. So yes, if, if you are the kind of person that like loves that stuff or it really helps you mm-hmm. absolutely use it. Cause there's some great stuff out there to really help keep you organized. And some of it's just fun. It looks cool. So it kind of depends on how you work, you know, are you visual and, those types of things. Um, otherwise, for me, it's now I work from a Google Calendar, and everything's pretty much in my Google Calendar. So between my plan, my Bulletproof Blueprint, I transfer it into my schedule, and then I just kind of keep on top of it all through the plan and the scheduling. Wow, that's
0: amazing. Do you for so in Google Calendar, do you create Cause I, I, I really stink with Google calendars and whenever people are like, oh, follow my Google calendar. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> how <laughs> it's like, yeah. I can build a business and all that, but when it comes to starting a Google calendar, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I need help. Um, do you have to create a separate calendar for all your different projects or do you just have one wow. calendar that you like put everything in and like maybe like color code it?
1: Yeah, I have one calendar and i will wow. tell you again again this is me so i just want to say this is me mm-hmm. this is not for everybody and i have a program called slay your schedule and this is exactly what i do i sit down with people i pull up their calendar we get into their calendar and start really mapping everything out i have worked with people that have like over organized their calendar so much that it's confusing right they're confused mm-hmm. by it so I had one client recently and she had maybe like 10 different color coded items in there. And uh, it it was overwhelming to look at. And I -hmm. I just offered that one suggestion. What about picking three colors? Like for me, it's personal, personal gets one color. (laughs) Um, So anything that's like, I need to go to the gym. I need to go grocery shopping. That's all coffee with mom. It's personal. Uh, Anything that's a phone call or a meeting. So I have to like show up to something is yellow. That's its own color. And then anything that's work related is another color. So I have three Hmm. colors. That's all I use. And it works really well for me because when I look at it, I can immediately tell what everything is. And um, again, I don't really need to separate out my projects just by the nature of what I do. So if you need to separate out your projects, you can separate them out into different colors. Um, And then otherwise, I think it's just making sure you're really staying on top of like your emails with all the different folders in your emails. That's a whole nother thing uh, <laughs> with like clients, right? That's, that's a whole nother thing. So, uh, but for your calendar, yeah, I keep it really simple. It just has mm-hmm. worked for me for years and years and years. It's, it's pretty simple. And again, that's what works for me, not for everybody.
0: I love it. That's, it's fantastic. I, I, I feel like I tried. <laughs> so I'm definitely a, I've learned to love Asana. I, it took me a long time. At first I fought it and then I was like, okay, I can see the value. And when I started outsourcing for my current business, now Asana is like the greatest thing because I can put, you know, tasks that I need outsourced and the person doesn't form it. I don't have to think about it. We used to work from, Google Docs. And it was such a disaster because it was just really unorganized. It was hard to keep track of stuff. But so I do like Asana. I hate Trello. ClickUp is, oh God, I don't (laughs) like ClickUp either. (laughs) But what was I talking about? I don't even know what I was talking about. Yeah. And I Uh, will
1: agree about Google Docs. Yes. Or the, yeah, it's always so messy. I don't understand the system.
0: Like I love Google Docs. I use Google Docs for my business like every single day, but when it comes when it comes to like uh, tasks and like ta- yeah. task management, it's really not the best option at all because it's really hard to keep track of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I forget. I really don't even know what my tangent was going to be on. So <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> that's oh fine. Um, yeah. And I just have one more question. So this kind of leads into this, but time management, like this, is something that I think a lot of people really struggle with, including myself. Um, how, like, what are your tips, tips, strategies, like anything that people can do for time management? Well,
1: for me, again, uh, this all goes back to my calendar. It's why I'm able to, um, I feel like I can fit in a lot of stuff and still have time. And I've worked with people. Um, in the past, where they come to me saying, I have no time. I have no time to do the things I want to do. I'm overwhelmed by everything. I have no time. And then I do something like slay your schedule with them, and they go, Oh my gosh, I have way more time than I thought I had. <laughs> so I think if you're not working the heck out of your calendar, that might be a place to start because you can really see. Uh, where you maybe have some gaps. And, uh, and and that's where I would start, right? Now, if you do that, and you go, I still have no time for anything, then I think you got to ask yourself some questions around, what can I be delegating? Are there things on here that I can take off my plate, right? So delegating, I think is a big one. Um, And then the other thing is, what what on here, like, what are the priorities on here, really looking at it and determining are there things on there that just don't need to be on your calendar? Are you saying yes to things that really don't ultimately align with your goals, your dreams, your objectives, right, all of those things. And like, maybe you're, um, you know, doing podcasts that have nothing to do with your ideal clients, right? Or maybe you're, you know, working on projects that you're just like, you said yes to for somebody else. And you just don't have time to do them. They're not income generating, they're not really helping you. So there's just things I think you can do to help maybe take some things off your plate. And uh, yeah, I think it's taking a hard look at your calendar, but you got to get it in your calendar. So you can see that bigger picture. So you can uh-huh. really look at it. And I think there's so much power that comes from working the heck out of your calendar. Because once you like, an online calendar. And yes, I know a lot of people love using uh, paper calendars still, and that's great. You can totally use a paper calendar, but I would also say maybe use a electronic calendar so that you can quickly and easily move things around. You know, especially I think if you're working a full-time job and you have a side business, to be able to look at it and go, okay, from eight to four, I'm working this. And now in my evenings, I've got to do X, Y, and Z, but maybe your evening happens and it all goes to shit. Like many times it does. (laughs) Life happens, right? You need to be flexible. Something happens. And so to be able to just go, okay, wait, I'm not going to get to this tonight. I need to do it tomorrow night. Let me move it over here. And you can just with a click of a button, move it. And you're not crossing everything out in your calendar, written calendar. So I think getting really good with your calendar um, helps you to not just cover the time management side of things, but also just to get rid of some of that anxiety around all the things. You can also see very clearly, like we talked about, oh, I'm doing the things I need to do, right? I've got them covered. They're in my calendar. And I can kind of rest a little bit easier now when I can see it bigger picture all laid out in my calendar. So Mm -hmm. I I know I keep, I keep talking about the calendar, but I think it's so, so important (laughs) when it comes to time management. And that again, goes back to, you also need to, you also need to have a heart to heart with yourself on are there things you should be delegating and are there things you should Mm -hmm. maybe not even be doing?
0: Yes. I couldn't agree more. Um, So I'm in a program with Rick Mulready right now. It's called Optimize CEO. One, he's a genius Two, He, he's a genius again. Um, so one (laughs) of the, (laughs) one of the exercises that he had everyone in the program do is, and it's a big group coaching program and he has something it's called a time audit. And so there's a document and you go through and you literally list out, you have to spend like three to four days in a row and like map out every second that you've spent your day just to see and assess, and this is probably exactly what you do in your program, like to assess all the time, the things that you're wasting time on that maybe like how much time I notice so many times I'll just grab my phone and I'll start scrolling through Instagram without even thinking about it. It's become mm-hmm. instinctual, which is that that's what number one, that's scary, but two like just spending 10 minutes scrolling. And that happens multiple times per day. Now I've just wasted 45 minutes that I could have been doing a million other things, like maybe taking my dogs for a walk or doing something that makes me mentally feel better instead of looking on Instagram. So it's a really great exercise to go through and like map out where you're wasting time, what you're spending time on, and then basically assess different tasks on like value. So he he has things like a $10 an hour task versus, what is a hundred dollar an hour task versus like what's a thousand dollar an hour task. And like, basically the stuff that's like $10, a hundred dollars, you want to be outsourcing that stuff. And it's very, it was mind blowing to me to go through and look at that because Again, like coming from a background of like I did not outsource things, I did everything mm-hmm. myself. And now I know better. And now I tell like any clients or that I work with that have a product business. I'm like, you have to outsource some stuff. Like you can find a VA that's affordable and just outsource some things to get you started. So you can actually work on the things that will help your business make money, you know? But yeah. it is eye-opening when you actually go through and audit your time because. like, I'm definitely someone who I don't really like excuses. Um, I believe like, if you want to do something, you'll figure out how to do it. And if that means, you w- like, instead of spending your night watching housewives and drinking like two bottles of wine, like you wake up at four o'clock in the morning and you get started on something that you need to get done. Like that's the mindset that I am at now. So I I, I hear what you're saying when people are like, oh, I have no time. I'm so busy. I have no time. And yes, like sometimes that is actually true, but you probably have more time than you think if you didn't waste so much time scrolling through social media, if you woke up earlier, um, if you didn't watch like three hours of Netflix mm-hmm. every night, yeah, not to bash Netflix. I, you know, there's right. always, Netflix no, I know. is necessity, but you know what I mean? Like you actually do have way more time than you think. I guarantee it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so true. And I totally agree that I think so. Social media might be the the biggest culprit many times of just mm-hmm. sucking up our time and not even realizing like, holy crap, I just spent 20 minutes scrolling Go. and I could have been doing something else for those 20 minutes. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think doing something like a time audit is great just to be aware. And then, you know, I think just again, if you can put things in your calendar, then it just gives you that accountability on some level to be like, these are the things I'm going to focus on today. And the other thing it does is once you get there and you've done those things, it tells you when you can stop, right? So you're like, I've done these things. And many times I feel like we're always feeling like we're not doing enough. Mm -hmm. So we're I need to do more and more. And then we find ourselves working these long, long days and they're not always necessary. (laughs) And so, you know, I have found that when I, when I really am on point with my calendar, there are times where it's five o'clock or six o'clock and I'm like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And I can stop now. I've put in a good solid day of work and effort. I should be proud of myself. I don't have to keep going let me go to the gym, let me go for a walk, let me go have dinner, you know, with a friend, something like that, like do the things that bring you joy and happiness, right? Do Mm -hmm. other things that you want to fit into your day that if you don't do that, and you find yourself just going, I have to work, I have to work more, I have to, you know, put in another couple hours, then that's where you start to get burnt out. And that's where you do feel like I never have enough time in my day when you actually do. So I love that it also helps not just hold you accountable, but, but kind of tells you when you can be done (laughs) as well, which is really, which is really powerful. You know, we need to take that time for ourselves too.
0: Yes, I agree. And I'm also laughing over here because like, that's what you just described as me, like every single day, like five o'clock, Oh, I should stop working. And I'm like, no, I have this important thing to do. And it's like, not even important. It's literally not important at all, but I feel compelled to like, keep going.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, It's, oh my goodness. I know. know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's the difference between when you work in your calendar, um, between a to-do list. So if you just have a hand, like, let's just say you have a to-do list. Here's my to-do list for the day. And, or even in your calendar, that's the difference between maybe how you put it into your schedule and making sure you're putting in like the outcomes you want, right? Not just, uh, so it, So it's not like, not the, just the results. So maybe you don't say, I'm going to build a website today. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, maybe what you're actually going to do is build the main page, right? Break it down into smaller steps. Or maybe you're going to say, I'm going to work for one hour on X, Y, and Z. And at the end of this hour, I'm done. I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. stop this and move on to the next thing versus feeling like, no, I have to keep going and you spend hours and hours on it. So <laughs> I think it's really important to be clear with what your your outcome is for yeah. for whatever it is that's on your to-do list or in your calendar. So that, you know, when to stop, you know, when you can say, I've done what I said I was going to do. And now I can switch gears, move on to something else or wrap up for the day. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's awesome. And I have a question. So just because you, you are very
0: in tune with like really how to maximize a calendar and make it work for you and your business. Do you feel like if you put in, in your calendar, let's say you, your, bus, your product business is your full time job. Do you feel like if you put in your calendar every day at five o'clock or 530, like stop working? Do you feel like after a while you actually would stop working because you just see that every single day at the same time?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it depends how your <clears throat> brain works, right? So mm-hmm. if you feel like you need that kind of trigger to be like, stop working at five o'clock, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would think, yeah, I would think that's a habit you're going to create to wear in yeah. time and same with, let's say I put in my calendar most days at four 30 to go to the gym, right? That's my time I go to the gym. And so now I'm at this point where I'm like, well, I don't really need it in my calendar, but I like to have it in my calendar, right? It's still, mm-hmm. it's so I can visually see at that time, I need to leave the house at this time and I'll be back at such and such time. So I like to have it in there, but I think, yes, in time, it's just going to build that habit around it. And, and I just, again, I think it really triggers that you've done the work you needed to do for the day and you can shut your brain off on some level and do right. other things. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think so too. I, I, I'm not really good with keeping everything in a calendar. I I did start to put something in the morning in my calendar to exercise, which to be honest with you, I just completely ignore it most of the time. And I just exercise whenever I can. But mm-hmm. I do think there's something to, I do think there's something about having something in your calendar or your phone that goes off and just tells you like, Hey, it's time to, it's time to wrap it up. And I do think by seeing that visually all the time, it actually will help for you to do that. So I'm actually going to try that. I think that's a really cool idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I do know I had a client I worked with recently, so she never ate lunch because she's always said she didn't have time for lunch, Well, we put eat lunch in her calendar And I know there were numerous times she messaged me and she even did like posts on Instagram about it, about like, I finally have time for lunch and she makes time, right? She, Mm -hmm. she, but she needs that. She needs it in there. She needs it in her calendar to remind her to eat lunch. I never have that problem because I eat all the time. I'm never, (laughs) I never forget to eat. I really wish I had that problem. But if that's something, you know, if there's something like that you need to do, then put it in your calendar.
0: Yeah. Well, I find that batching my stuff is like another thing that really works for me. But I only like, I do podcast recordings only on Fridays. Mm -hmm. And then I have Mondays as like my CEO day. So I don't take client calls. I just do whatever I have to do for my business. And then I do Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, client work, client calls, um, and then whatever else I have going on. Um, And I feel like that's helped me. I can't even say how much that has helped me just in terms of batching and it's not even batching, but it's kind of like organizing a calendar for things, but sort of like batching on certain days you do things. And I think for me, that's helped so much. And I wish I had done that with my old business as well. Cause I do think batching will just help you save so much time. So you're not like stopping something and then picking it up and doing it the next day. And instead of just doing like batching your social media or like batching your email marketing campaigns and one sitting for the entire month, rather than like starting four different times and wasting so much time.
1: Yeah. Compl- I do the same exact thing. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays are client meetings and calls and all that. And I don't typically will, will not take clients or calls on Monday. So that I can just really focus and uh, do some of the things I need to do. So, yeah, I do very similar.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, it's I don't even know who introduced me to this, but it was I was like, oh, yeah, that's a, yes, it's a good idea. And now that I do it, it's like life changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, this was amazing, Liz. I feel like uh, I learned more than um, I should care to admit, but this was amazing. And just to kind of wrap things up, I would love for you to tell everyone where they can find you on social media, on your website, and then what kind of services that you offer that could help people. Great.
1: Yeah. So I am on Facebook, Instagram as Liz Landine. I'm not that active on Instagram. I'll be really honest. Uh, Facebook is more my platform. I also have a Facebook group. Private Facebook group for women entrepreneurs. We do cover all kinds of business coaching. Carrie has been on a couple of times as a masterclass teacher. So anybody can join that group who's interested. And then lizlandine.com is my website. And let's see, as far as my kind of programs and services and how people can work with me, I've got it all listed on my website. But if somebody's looking for just Ways to really dial in their schedule. If you're kind of sick of waking up on a Monday morning going, okay, what am I supposed to do? And really kind of looking for that structure around your week. So you have it fully planned out week by week, then the Slay Your Schedule program is awesome. I love, love that program. It's so good. And we'll work one on one together to just really dial that in. And then the other program I have that I absolutely love is my VIP Strategy Slay Accelerator program. And that Basically, I walk one-on-one with you through everything we just talked about. The mind sweep, we get really clear on what it is you want. We work through the Bulletproof Blueprint, outline your full plan of action. We get it in your calendar and all that good stuff. So um, that's the other program and ways people can work with me. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Well, thank
0: you so much, Liz. Again, this was amazing. I feel like I learned so much. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. This has been fun. All right. Such an amazing episode. I feel like I got so much from Liz and I'm so grateful that she was able to come on here and share so much expertise um, with everyone. And again, including me, I'm definitely going to whip out that um, exercise that she told us to do. So anyway, um, so this episode is brought to you by my group coaching program, the Marketing Accelerator Program. This is my 12 week group coaching program that teaches you how to implement three key areas of marketing into your product business to help skyrocket your customers and sales. These three things are Instagram, email marketing, and working with influencers. These are three foundational things you need to master in your business if you want to make sales. They are my favorite three not only because they help you make sales, but they're they're the three that help you get sales fast. And sometimes we just need some fast sales, right? So if you are interested, this is a small group coaching program and we start the last week in May. So if you're like, shoot, I need help with sales, I need help with marketing, apply to my program, I will help you. We just wrapped up our first round last week, and it was truly amazing to see so many results with my ladies inside. And so I want you to be next. So if you're interested, apply at kerryfitzgerald.com group slash coaching slash program, and I will add the link in the show notes below. Again, we only have a, this is only a small group program. So I only take a couple people each time. So you get a very intimate audience. Um, You get a very intimate experience and it'll really help your business. So anyway, again, if you're interested, apply, you can see the link in the show notes. And otherwise I will see you guys next week. And thank you so much for listening. And again, um, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe. And if you haven't left a review, please leave a review. I love reviews. I love doing a happy dance every time I get one. And you can also enter to win a strategy session with me if you leave a review. So I right, think guys, thanks so much for your support and listening, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.